Good afternoon, angels. Good afternoon. So, here we are. Trying to drive this far, girl. Boy, people. So, we're on our way to work. It's Aaron's birthday. So, I thought it would be good to discuss the importance of believing in ourselves. You know, we don't always have a clean start. So, we don't always ha- have the tools to get out into the world and live our best life, right? So, I work in an environment that's highly international, which means that a lot of the people, a large number of the people are from various countries and continents. And so, as I started to watch, you know, like pay attention to the people, you know, like get a more of an idea of what these people were like, you know, um, I started to see things that I thought were interesting in regards to um, their idea of success, their idea of a good life. A lot of them work so hard, they're not even with their kids, but they have a house like they'll say look at my pretty house you know look at my look at my pretty things you know what I mean and in having those pretty things it's like um, you know look what I got but we're teaching our kids the wrong things people are not teaching their kids and there are a lot of great people out there trying to teach their kids great things but unfortunately unfortunately There's a large number of people not teaching their kids a damn thing about how to be a good person. How to act like they got some sense when they're not home around the family. You know, I believe that we need to restructure the way that we are parenting and balance it with the new and the old. The old is when we think about, you know, the cleavers. You know, we think about um, the television shows that people watch that we're trying to actually teach society how to be. Because you have to remember, a large number of non-black people came from uh, European states and countries. And back then, (laughs) let's be clear, The reason why they were able to have such uncivilized ideas about slavery and racism and stuff is because of the way they felt from their bloodline, walking miles, trekking, to get their little albino babies to Russia. And that's why Russians are known to be so hard, so mean, so cold, so strong. Because the secret is out. I always wondered, how did they get them over there by themselves? They braved the cold waters. They waited to the warmth and, you know, got in a boat and went across the ocean to Europe. No, turns out you can walk 200 and something thousand miles and get to Russia. It's going to take some time, you know. And so with that said, that's why we get so many people who don't care. But the key here in regards to this conversation is that we have to make sure that, you know, we raise our kids the way we want them to 
be in society. Right? We need to create humans that will make a positive impact, but instead, and guess what I'm realizing? I'm realizing that, like, my family, I don't know what side it came from, the Portuguese side or the black American side, or if it was from the mean, evil-ass Irishman, great-grandfather, I don't know, the Portuguese great-grandmother, I don't know, but inside my people, our bloodline, are some really, really, really mean-ass energy, and something as I was looking through the pictures today to prepare, because it's my son's birthday, and to prepare for his birthday, I was getting pictures ready for his little, um, you know, pictures that I was going to post. I wanted some different little baby pictures and stuff because people always see, you know, my daughter, you know, they used to see him a lot and then he pulled back and he wasn't, you know, feeling celebratory in the plans that he was making at the time. And as a direct result, we had to give him time to grow. So, you know, I'm not with him when he's taken off to go hang out with his people. So I can't get pictures of his friend and him because he's a grown man now. But one of the things that I was looking at in the pictures is how mean he was when he was little. He was, holy shit, incredibly mean. And it was hilarious to us because we were keeping him safe. Society was unsafe. And he wasn't having it, so he wasn't gonna let you touch him. You were gonna hear, we were gonna hear that somebody touched him. Cause he's gonna be, he was like, leave me alone. <laughs> and he might kick you, you know, he might do something. So anyway, um, one of the key things though that I wanted to really impress upon my listeners who are parents, who are parenting, you know, I noticed that people on the social media, and I didn't know why at first, but now I realize people don't want to like your stuff because they know that it can get you money later. That's fucking sick. And I don't like people like that. So if you notice that I don't really engage people much anymore, I'm not really interested in talking to people much outside of, you know, internet and a quick text, hey, bye, whatever. It's because I see you. I know what love looks like. And even though I I didn't get a direct example of what love looked like I just know my mom had her own love language now that I think about it we have to respect those things but um but I don't like it if you're not for me because I'm for you if I'm for you I'm not for you today but not for you tomorrow because you got more than me or I'm afraid you're gonna get it or you seem happier that's disgusting and let me tell you something I see it with my own eyes these people who are like broken characters and they're like sloppy fat and, and they're ignorant, and they act stupid, and they do stupid shit, and they have like a hundred people like in their shit. And that makes them feel so powerful, and I feel sad because I feel like that's why they're feeling empowered to continue to be ignorant. So anyway, one of the key things though is that we have to recognize who we are inside. So looking at the pictures, I was looking at my son, and I was looking at how mean he was as a little person, and when did, I remember my, my cousin said, um, you got to teach this little nigga some fear. Because my cousin, my son was like, he was big, intimidating. And he was like messing with my son's head. You know, like, hey, he's like saying hi to him. 
And my son, that's touching me is an instant uh, assault to my son. <laughs> You're a threat when a stranger touches him back when he was little. He didn't like that. And so he was trying to get him, and he's holding him back by his head. And he's like, you know, my client's cousin's like very tall. And, you know, my son was like two and a half years old. And he was just like trying to swing at it. You know, he's trying to get him. And um, he said, you got to teach him some fear because he's not afraid. He wasn't afraid of anything. And one of the things I love about him now is that he's not afraid. He's cautious. There's a difference. And it's important to be cautious. Because if you're not, you can find yourself in situations that, uh, you know, you don't want to find yourself in. And that's the difference, right? So one of the things that, um, you know, my son turning, you know, being grown is pretty exciting. But then at the same time, it's so wild because, you know, I'm 50, going to be 52. <laughs> so we all growing, you know. But the exciting thing about life is that we have to make sure that we nurture these people because they're going to become adults. Why do you think it's okay for your child to grow up and be mean-spirited? If you, if you and I, you know, I just want to put it out there like this. <clears throat> we left this church that we really love. God gave us these, these people, these angels, with kids. You know, my son was, the, was one of the elders and the kids that we interacted with. There was a young lady that was older, like his age or a little older than him, you know, that was older than him, maybe two years older than him, I think. And, um, and she, you know, she wasn't around as much, but that, you know, that was his age. The rest of the kids, the boys were all younger than him. But it was a great example because unlike, you know, my brother would have had you involved in some other shit, but my son wasn't like that. The last thing he was thinking about is being a weirdo, being nasty, being gay, being um, a molester, you know? He was just on his smart shit, athletic shit, great shit, and we love him. And I love what he was like. And so, with that said, we met these people, and, you know, I was having my own battles, like, with these supremacist people, and they were young. And the pastor was young, like, you know, 10 years younger than me. And even though I love her, and I loved her, and I, I felt like, you know, she was very gifted. She, I just needed something more um, mature for the battle that I was up against. And and it insulted them, and they didn't want to talk to us pretty much. It was like we, if we left the church, we had to leave their life. And the thing was, I wasn't leaving the church forever. I just needed something that moment because I needed it. I was fighting white supremacy by myself. You know what I mean? And, and then, you know, all the bullshit of parenting, you know, and these youngsters trying to parent, it was a lot and I didn't have time for it. I really needed to just parent. That's what my goal was and that was my covenant with God. And people don't understand it had nothing to do with them. And so I wasn't mad. I didn't have to be mad. I just had to go. And so, um, you know, the adults were insulting, you know, like trying to make it seem like it was something that it wasn't. And, you know, because of their immaturity, you know, they made the kids think that something happened. Nothing happened. Nothing. We left the church. That's it. So I remember when um, the friend of ours was going off to win the voice or to participate in the voice. And I just felt like he needed the love of energy and the support because those are my friends. But I guess friendship is contingent when some people on how they can abuse the fuck out of you. 
and then you stick around because of love. Well, you know, my family, we, we beat ass too, so, but if you were acting crazy, we would let you know, and then we would hope that you would fix that up, and if you didn't, then we'd have to move on from you because we can't allow your mistakes while you're in your zone to destroy our time is of the essence. You know what I mean? So anyway, so my kids had these great little God cousins and because of the adults who were making poor decisions and we were not doing anything to them, we were just not fucking playing. We were trying to grow up some kids. <laughs> and so, you know, in their own fucking feelings, you know, people get all crazy and talk shit to their kids. My kids, I balance it out. This is adult shit. They didn't hurt. Did they hurt you? Did they do anything to you? They did not. They were a blessing to you. Therefore, our shit has nothing to do with your love for your God, Auntie, Uncle, period, period, right? And it would be the same with my actual brothers, sisters, you know, in-laws, everybody. You understand? It would be the same thing because they weren't destroying us, having us in their lives. They were blessing my kids. You know, Auntie Val, she freaking empowered Aaron to be a speaker, to speak up and use his voice. You know, Uncle Jermaine and Laura and all the others encouraged Kelsey to use her voice and sing. You know, and this is coming out of like an extremely toxic education, racist education situation. So meeting these people in this extremely racist white environment was such a blessing. We love you. I don't need nothing from you people. I don't. I'm giving up the energy. I'm just trying to give you the love because I stepped away and I know that hurt you and I didn't mean to, but I had kids to raise. I didn't have time to help explain what I was doing because somebody thinks that because they're positioned or they're educated <laughs> or you know what I mean? That you just know better than me. You don't. Not, there's a hundred thousand pastors out there having babies with their congregation while married. There's a hundred thousand people out there, pastors doing things that they should never be doing, and people trusting them and walking with them. I'm not that hundred thousand person, okay? It ain't happening with me on that level. So when that kind of thing is going on, I can't pretend it's not a problem because I was committed to raising my family a certain way, okay? So the kids are now grown, pretty much. They could be talking to each other, whatever. But they're acting mad because the parents are mad. <laughs> and they're only hurting themselves. Because they're only hurting themselves because my kids are amazing. We're even more amazing than we were back then when they were little. We're only doing great things. We're only praying great things. We are only trying to live our best lives. And this is the part that's kind of confusing to a lot of people. These are church people. Where does God fit into grudges? Where does God fit into bitterness? Where does God fit in? And there was not one toxic motherfucking thing about me. Not one. Okay? I energize motherfuckers. Okay? Let's be clear. I energized. Okay? There was no destruction, toxicity, none of that. Okay? So, for the killed children who may listen... We didn't do nothing. We didn't steal nothing. We didn't take nothing, hurt nothing. Do nothing. Instead, there was a question of who did take the CDs because we had money. All right? The bottom line is 
We only stepped away because I was protective of my kids spiritually in this white supremacy network. And I needed a mature pastor to advise me. And the pastor at the time was making me pray while she was crying. And it's okay to need me to pray. But what about when I need prayer? And that's what happened. So we have to really stop the bullshit because I really want you to know that families oftentimes end up having to fall into each other. And because on the outside, they're showing this, this um, look that people are like, oh my God, aren't they amazing? But all that other toxic shit ain't cute. And the white people that's on the outside don't see it. But they always want to show that ass to each other. And I just want to say, don't show your ass to each other anymore. Let's make 2022 a year that you stop showing your ass to the people you're supposed to love. Whether it's your wife. Don't be insulting her in front of her friends. Don't be talking about her cooking. You know, get her a book, a cookbook. Learn, take a cooking class with her. You know, if you have a situation where your man needs like sex give him some feed him go get you something you understand if you're a teenager and your ass is feeling all kinds of crazy because you don't know what to do with yourself your parents ain't been perfect the whole damn time get with somebody adult wise that can help you find your righteous mind before you fall victim it's real easy simple understand it's simple and the thing that makes it so simple is that we all have parts to play. In our parts that we have to play, oh shit. In our parts that we have to play, we all have to be able to handle what comes. And if you've given your kids drama and making them crazy, making them more mature than they need to be, you know, it sucks having a mom or a dad that has any type of mental health issue. Because these are years we can't get back, you know. There's nothing worse than having a mom. Usually, and it's usually the moms, very rarely the dads, unless you're my cousin Micah, that use their will against their own kids. Because they just can't help it. If there's nobody else to fuck with, they gotta fuck with somebody. Spiritually wish bad things on them. So then you get a bunch of girls and boys that don't trust people. Somebody's coming to them real with love act in a certain positive way and they don't know how to receive it because their mama never treated them like that before like life was never like that so it just doesn't seem real so that's I just want to say that God sends us angels to pick up the slack sometimes where we fall short as parents you know they send us people or as a family like where we just don't have all the family like us so we didn't fall short as parents on any level. We just didn't have the family, unfortunately, because I'm not like everybody else. I'm not going to sit here and stay with people who are stealing from me, robbing me, capable of molesting my kids, you know, all the other color-struck shit. I'm not going to pretend that's okay and have my kids subjected to that. That's just not what's going to happen. So as a direct result of that, you know, you get situations where kids grow up, but they know the difference between love. They know what it looks like. And that's why the world starts looking so crazy to them. Because they're like, wait, this I know what love looks like. And it felt good. But this absolutely does not feel good. You understand? And if it don't feel good, 
don't keep it in your life if it doesn't feel good so i want you to really be um on your love thing for 2022 i want you to really think about all the people that you can bless and be a blessing to them the sisters brothers the friends the people who need it give it to them people you if you're meeting new people i just want to throw this out there too if you're meeting new people don't just assume they are the person you think they are when you see them because they can be shiny they can look great they can they can feel like they have everything it can look like they have everything going for them but and so that makes people who are weak and sick feel jealous i want you to pause and think to yourself you know maybe this person might have actually had a hard life and they came through it and look how glorious they look but don't go make it harder for them because you feel like they don't deserve any more like who the frick are you to be able to come up with that that makes you evil we, we in 2022 we doing it like this either you're evil or you're not if you're evil you're doing evil things you're thinking evil thoughts you're thinking about how you can be hurtful you're feeling like jealous of somebody because you think that they're living better than you when you could just give them love because listen that's all we should be doing is giving love and if you're not giving love what are you giving right that's the part if you're not giving love what are you giving so let's just give love all right i'm gonna send you supernatural love peace mercy and favor that surpasses human understanding I pray that today is the most prosperous day for us all. That we have supernatural prosperity, supernatural peace that surpasses human understanding. And that no matter what the adversary tries to do, it's foiled. And that it works for your good instead. And that it glorifies our great God. Okay? Love you. Peace.